Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, welcome Saturday morning. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers is not with us today, but Scott Mosby and Mike Walsh, we are in studio ready to talk to you about this and many other things right here in KMOX land. Two hours today, we have lots of things happening in St. Louis. We have the Blues pregame today and then the playoff game number five today, the Blues against the Minnesota Wild, as you heard it right here. And then, oh, yet yeah, wait, there's more. Then the Cardinals at 6 p.m. It's St. Louis, folks. You're either red, blue, or both. This is just the way it is. So we have two hours to talk about your home. I have 10 phone lines just for you. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. That's on the toll-free news line. And the topic is your home, your comfort, your current project, maintaining that house, getting it ready, improving it for future years. Maybe you've got a big uh, entertaining event coming and you've just got to clean the place up. I've been around here for 20 years on CAMOX. By golly, I can't even count all the wrong answers I put out there. Occasionally, I give out some good ones, and sometimes the answers match the questions. I know, call it absurd, but they really do, I promise. 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Next weekend, next Saturday is the big day. Uh, we're going to talk about Rebuilding Together St. Louis. With me now is Mike Walsh of Eagle Bank and very active in the Rebuilding Together St. Louis group. Mike, good morning. Morning, Scott. It's a, it's an honor and a pleasure to be on your program this morning. Thank you for the invitation. Well, you're welcome. I need you to spread the word about Rebuilding Together, uh, a little help from our friends, helping our neighbors, all that sort of thing. You know, Mike, you're very active in Rebuilding Together. Thanks for taking your Saturday out. I know it's not a sunshiny day, but it's a still a Saturday, man. Thanks for coming. Well, anytime, Scott, that I've got the opportunity to promote the organization and obviously discuss the mission uh, that they've been involved with for many, many years in the St. Louis region, it's, an, it's a great opportunity. And your venue is a phenomenal opportunity for us to promote the programs. Well, thank you. Thank you. W- will you tell us a little bit about, number one, Rebuilding Together, why it exists, uh, where it exists, and, and frankly, you know, before we get going, uh, how people listening today can help uh, in the future and especially next Saturday? Well, the first thing, Scott, that we need to know is that the need here in the St. Louis region is enormous. Uh, the The main mission and objective of Rebuilding Together is to allow the elderly poor uh, Mm -hmm. to stay in their homes longer, uh, to live in place. Uh, But much like we have seen, especially sometimes with our own parents, uh, the home becomes um, in disrepair. Uh, They they lack uh, the physical capabilities, the financial capabilities, and sometimes just time Mm -hmm. uh, to continue to keep their home um, up to date and repair. Um, and then obviously it begins to snowball. You, you obviously yeah. you have these personal experiences with uh, with your company and your experiences as well. That you know once you start to allow the home to deteriorate, it deteriorates mm-hmm. very very quickly. Um, and for a lot of the folks that uh, we deal with and, and address their issues and problems, uh, this is their major asset. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something that they as well want to pass on to their children or grandchildren. Uh, the value that uh, is available within the home, but obviously. Values uh, follow the, the condition of the home. 
Yeah. Um, so the volunteers that we work with, uh, the labor, the union laborers that we work with, uh, the skilled set of talent that uh, the house captains possess allow us to go into a lot of these homes uh, a couple of times throughout the year um, and repair uh, these homes so that they can continue to age in place. Mm. Now, um, I, I kind of compare this, uh, you know, to the new home. It takes a lot of money to build a new home, uh, as it does with Habitat. Uh, rebuilding together is kind of, you know, a tiny fraction of that amount of money, keeping people in a house they already own and love. That's very true. Um, obviously, Habitat does a phenomenal job, yes. but uh, for the most part, they're a stick-built, out-of-the-ground style construction. So they really are turning over, for, and, and again, for the most part, it's not entirely their, their mission, but the, the major part of the mission is to deliver a brand new home uh, to yeah. a potential homeowner. Ours is about taking the existing home, and most of these homes are 60, 70, 80, 90 years old homes. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the repairs are en- enormous. Um, but we take slivers um, of that project. Um, let's just say that uh, somebody um, has a fall or an injury or has now become handicapped in some form or fashion. We'll convert kitchens and bathrooms to handicap accessibilities. Um, so we are not into home building. We are into home repair. And we go through mm-hmm. an extensive process to make sure that uh, the home can be repaired by the skilled labor that uh, volunteers time and energy as well as the thousands of volunteers that we have out. And we obviously have our first build uh, for this year coming up on May 6th. Um, So we'll have thousands of volunteers out doing landscaping, painting, um, repairs to the home alongside the skilled labor who tends to go in a week or two in advance, um, does a lot of the the large skill repair requirements like electricity or plumbing. And then we kind of come in and wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of hands to rake up the yard and, you know, it's they're skilled labor and that's incredibly important. But the listeners today, if you possess any will to help and you're looking for some method, this is the way. You know, it always strikes me, Mike, uh, watching Rebuilding Together, that the selection process, most of the folks that are uh, selected for Rebuilding Day historically are are busy taking care of somebody else. Yes, that's uh, It's just true. stunning that, you know, with uh, the needs that they personally have, somehow their heart is helping somebody else. That's absolutely true. It's, it never fails that when we walk into this home that, uh, that they've been busy taking care of a parent um, or somebody, a relative, mm-hmm. um, or somebody in the community. Um, obviously, a large portion of these homeowners are faith-based homeownership. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're working with their churches um, in the outreach of their mission. Um, so again, it's not that they are purposely or intentionally ignoring; they just are preoccupied with their own with their own objectives. And we talk about some of the simplest of things, much like you just talked about landscaping. You know, sometimes the simplest of uh, of effort on landscaping helps deflect water oh, yeah. um, away from the foundation. Which, if you don't do, you know better than anybody begins to erode that foundation, you end up with cracks, um, you, you end up with unsettling of the home, um, just to keep the water from, you know, being, di- you know, properly diverted. Um, so it's some of these si- simple things that uh, a lot of these homeowners, one, aren't aware of or don't have time um, or the resources to be attentive to, um, eventually cause major destruction to the homes. Wow. 
Wow. Uh, Mike, before we uh, move on with the show a little bit, uh, what's the phone number? How can people get involved? We've got another couple of weeks here before Rebuilding Day, which is May 1st. And I know this mission goes throughout the week or throughout the year. Uh, and it, it's it's impressive. But if you have any will to help, and that includes uh, just uh, passing out lunches, uh, operating a leaf rake, um, simple things like that. Uh, what's the number they can get involved for these uh, help? Well, there's two avenues, obviously. They certainly can call the office here in St. Louis. Um, and it's 314-918-9918. Uh, they can ask for Dave or Jesse. Um, we are always looking for folks who know their way around a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't necessarily need to be you know, a skilled labor union contractor, um, but if you're handy with a toolbox and you're handy around your own home, um, those types of skills are desperately needed uh, because the demand really is outstripping the opportunities that we have to meet it. Yeah. Um, we get a lot of financial support from the corporate um, world here in St. Louis, and St. Louis is um, enormously um, a, a huge benefit. We're a generous lot, Very, aren't we? very, very benevolent community. Um, so we can take a $5,000 donation uh, per home, um, and we can turn that into about $20,000 of work. Um, with uh, the abilities that we have with some of our suppliers and the discounts and some of the free things that they do provide, mm-hmm. as well as turning those dollars that the volunteers are working over over a weekend or the skilled labor leading up to that. But they can also go to the website, um, mm-hmm. which is rebuildingtogether-stl.org, um, and take a look at uh, the information that's out there on the website. Um, and there's also areas in there that they can contact Rebuild um, about uh, two things. One, if they know a neighbor that's in need, we're always looking for applicants mm-hmm. um, for home repair um, that we can work on throughout the year. Um, but we have two big, relatively build big days. Our biggest one is coming up here on May 6th. We have one in the fall. Um, we also have a veterans program that we work with, mm-hmm. um, with Home Depot. Um, and then we have a roof program. And then we have... Uh, um, a kind of a small group within the organization that does constant repairs throughout the year. Hmm. Wow. Mike, will you stick around throughout no, the hour and tell us more it. about this? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, phone numbers again and website one more time, Mike. 314-918-9918 or the website is rebuildingtogether-stl.org. All right. Mike Walsh, Rebuilding Together St. Louis, part of Eagle Bank, a big supporter of this uh, and active on the board. Uh, Let's take a short break. Come right back for more. I've got Frank asking about a paint sprayer. Frank, stay tuned. We're coming right back to you here in a little bit. Phone lines are open, folks. 314-436-7900. Toll free anywhere on the globe. (laughs) If you can figure out the United States syntax, 800-925-1120. I promise I'll do my best to do my duty to you, the listeners on CAMWEX, right here, University of CAMWEX, hot and heavy today. And now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Gerard Realty Group. For your home, hire a pro. It matters. Once again, your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. All right, Mike Walsh, Eagle Bank, Scott Mosby, KMOX. We are live and lively here talking about Rebuilding Together St. Louis Building Day, which is May 6th, coming up two Saturdays from today. Be there or be square. That's the way it is if you're looking for a way to help. This is a really worthy thing. Let's fire up the phone lines. The gerbil's running 50,001 watts. Bosco's turning it out. We're now going to talk to Frank. Frank, good morning and welcome to KMOX. How can I help, sir? Well, good morning, Scott. I got a uh, 
2,200 square foot ranch uh, built in 78 with the original composite wood vertical siding that needs paint. Uh, my concern is the exposed soffits, which makes me think I should do something I've never done before and try using a sprayer, either rent one or buy one. What do you think? Uh, probably rent one uh, it, it, because let, let's put I'm just going to do the math on what it takes to get a good tool. If you're willing to do the time and put in the effort and, and really paint it up right. Uh, frankly, the better the equipment is, the better your abilities are to do a good job. And what that means is how much paint it will put out in an airless tip. I mean, you can really, you can get some real work done with a good piece of equipment. Uh, to go out and buy something commensurate to that, you're going to spend two to $4,000 to buy that kind of equipment, or you're going to deal with some 10% version of that that's small. And, and all, if you're going to use it often, you know, you can get, you know, the Wagner spray or something like that, but you're better off spending, you know, 100 or $200 a day to rent this thing. Now, you are accountable to clean this, so knowing how to clean it and the discipline to clean it uh, and how to, you know, even just stop for lunch, uh, there's a lot to learn on that. Uh, but I, I think you're doing the right thing. Uh, paint the soffits. Uh, you will need to spray them. Uh, you will need to power wash all of this siding and those soffits. Be very careful careful with it. Uh, they need to dry for about a week unless you have rain like today, which, you know, that day doesn't count because of the high humidity. Uh, so get all the dust, the dirt, clean everything off, do all of your surface preparation before you rent that equipment. Uh, and on uh, spray day or the spray two days, and hopefully you wind up with good weather because a windy spray day is bad mojo because it'll take that spray everywhere. But that's the advantage between an airless sprayer that just spits out the paint. It doesn't put air mixed in with it like you're, you know, like a normal car or, or spray equipment is. So this would be an airless paint sprayer and they typically come from professional rent spots. That's my opinion, Frank. And, uh, uh, you know, you really have to, you know, show up like you're ready to be the tin man. You need to be covered head to toe, uh, probably even some eye protection on that when you're going overhead. Uh, the rental guys can set you up with a wand. So if you've got a one-story ranch, as I think you do, uh, you can get a five-foot wand on that thing and you can, you know, be standing on the ground painting 11 feet high, you know, so that's, wow. that. yeah. It, it, it's, uh, you know, equipment matters. You know, if you're going to tow equipment coast to coast, a big truck with a big engine is the way to do it. A small car, you know, means you're doing five trips and more time and probably less quality. So, you know, get her done with the real stuff is my opinion. Well, you're, you're saying, uh, another rental, uh, power wash. I can't just get up there with a broom and get all the cobwebs out and call it good enough. Uh, you can, but you will be painting the leftover cobwebs and dust. And think think about your house in terms of your car. When was the last time you washed your house? How dirty would your car be if it was that? You know, so keep in mind, you need to give this thing a, a painting or coatings, as we call it professionally, is only as good as the substrate and surface preparation. It's kind of the difference between cheap painting and expensive painting. You know, expensive painting, they'll be there for eight days, but six of the days they spend surface preparation, cleaning and patching, you know, and then they spend two days painting. Whereas, you know, your cheap ones is like they show up and they paint that day and they're gone. They're painting the dust. So just keep 
keep in mind, it's like everything else, like taking a test when you were a kid. You can walk in and take that test in an hour and you're done. Or you can spend three weeks studying for it and then take that test for an hour. Mm -hmm. The results are completely the same. Yeah, this siding has those strips that cover the seams vertically, so I would assume you'd have to caulk any gap in those seams as well. Yeah, and, and be very careful. Power wa- You may do it with a, uh, you may not need a power washer. You may be able to do it with a hose, a broom, and some detergent. You just need to rinse that uh, very carefully. So for a ranch house, you may not need to power wash this thing, but uh, ideally you will mechanically clean it. Uh, it's like going to the dollar car wash down in the corner. Uh, if you just spray it, you get most of the dirt off, but if you use the brush and you you know put the detergent and the water on and then you scrub it, then you really get it clean. So too with your house. Uh, so, you know, I, I like to use a soft bristle plastic uh, broom, just a push broom, and I'll just spray the house, wet it down. I'll then uh, put some detergent on it and I just scrub the thing just like I'm washing a car. And that's Very good. There you go. And let it dry because you're going to make that puppy wet. Okay. (laughs) All right, Frank. Good luck, brother. Okay. Bye. Bye now. And there we go. Like anything else, you put into it a lot, you get out of it a lot. You give it a lick and a promise, and no matter how much you spend, you get back a lick and a promise. But, you know, now you're, you know, peeking into my... uh, DNA, if you will. Um, I'm not the shortcut guy or or quick fix or whatever. Uh, Generally, my history personally and professionally is being called in to fix something that the quick fix guys tried or or didn't. And you, the do-it-yourselfers out there... I know your DNA too. You're listening to this. So your eight hours, 10 hours, eight days, eight months, whatever time you're going to spend is worthwhile. Um, Mike Walsh, again, rebuilding together St. Louis, uh, same deal. Uh, This um, five-hour workday on one day is kind of like D-Day for World War II. It only took two years to plan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and if Frank wants to get a little painting practice in, we can use him on May 6th. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Uh, rebuild t- kind of takes that same process. The, re- the rebuild day is May 6th. We start the process in October, November of last year um, with home inspections, home repair, talking to the homeowner, understanding exactly what their needs are, making sure that we can do the work um, and our skilled laborers prepared to do the work. Uh, making sure that by May 6th that we're ready to go. So the preparation is critical. And this is way before the house captains. Think of that as the job site superintendent. House captain is the guy who's responsible for getting it done that day. This goes on for months before the house captain gets assigned. Absolutely correct. So there's, you know, all you house captains out there that know how much work you really do, yeah, there are months and months and months of work before it gets to your hands. And and you are, I mean, you're the pointy head of the spirit. Uh, for those of you that have skills in managing, organizing, and and just helping skilled and unskilled people, if you can do that, whether it's, you know, with a tools or construction, you're in for rebuilding together. Mike, uh, phone number, website, one more time. I'm going to keep pumping this all the way through. No, I appreciate it. 314-918-9918. Website is rebuildingtogether-stl.org. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about exciting things like mold, retaining walls, and wood paneling here on Cam Wick. Stay tuned. 
And now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Gerard Realty Group. For your home, hire a pro. It matters. Once again, your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. Oh, yeah, back together one more time. Let's get right to the phone lines. We've got Bosco turning out the treadmill. We have the power. Let's go talk to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Thank you for your patience on KMOX. How may I help, sir? Oh, hi, guys. Thanks for your show. Um, I've been fighting an ongoing battle with uh, with a house that I've had since 2009. Um, I have a closet that's uh, located towards the front of the uh, of the house, and it's one of the old South City uh, brick bungalows. Mm-hmm. Um, when we did when we got the house, we replaced the furnace. Uh, we had it down to the studs and a lot of in, a, in many of the rooms, um, but a lot of the walls are the uh, the old plaster walls and uh in this closet i have a glass block window and uh i've since replaced that um and i'm fighting a mold issue Uh, it seems to appear usually right around the glass block window or around the uh uh, the uh sills around that glass block window and and it accumulates in the lower corner of the closet now i've gone in there and like i said it's been an ongoing battle since 2009 um, I go in with uh, the bleach and water mixture, and I hose it down, um, uh, clean it off, and then go back in with kills um, or some other kind of oil-based paint to try and uh, maybe block any water uh, that may be coming through. I'm my my last uh, my last effort would be to uh, I think possibly tuck point the outside of the front of the house. Is there any other uh, any other thing you can think of that would cause this mold to be appearing okay. in that lower corner? Uh, Glenn, this is an exterior wall, probably front coat closet right inside the door, maybe on a corner yeah. or close? Yes, exactly. Um, it, you're fighting a losing battle. It is not a leak. It is condensation. Uh, here's how You have relative humidity in St. Louis, uh, today, I don't know what it is. I'm guessing we're probably 80, 90 percent relative humidity for the temperature we have today. In the summer, you can be 95 and 100 percent. So the air is wet. Coupled with that, you have a porous exterior surface, which is the brick. Um, the concrete block is a little less insulated than the brick, believe it or not. Uh, so you're seeing it more around that. Uh, however, this is a closed no circulation space with high humidity in the air that's exaggerated or exacerbated by the moisture coming through that brick. It just stays wet all the time. And the reason you're seeing this in the corner is that's where there's no ventilation. So leaving the door open, running a fan would do uh, two of two things. But the, the way to battle condensation, which is a cold surface, so you've got a plenty cold surface because whether you have heat or super insulated house in the rest of the home, you have humidified warm air. But that warm air does not get to the closet. The humidity does. So that closet stays probably 
15, 20 degrees colder than the rest of the house. And on really cold days, that brick and that plaster gets really cold and you get, whether you can see it or feel it, you get a slight film of moisture that condenses on that cold surface, just like on the iced tea glass outside on a warm day. So you have trapped, no circulation, condensed moisture accumulating in the places that get the least amount of circulation in the corners. Uh, and, I, and I would say if you've got this in the corner of the wall, uh, your coats also have a, li- a slight bit. So in some of these houses that have, you know, have older residents, you will get some of those closets, man, and you know, the, coats, the whole closet and the, and the coats smell like mold. So here's your choice. Raise the temperature in that closet or lower the humidity, uh, which means circulating the air. So leaving the door open, blowing a fan or putting a a forced air heat duct in there would move it. But even if you warmed up that closet without moving the air, you know, down in the corner where all the shoes are stacked or whatever, that air still will not be, be circulated. So you're doing the right thing with the bleach, the kills and all of that. The problem is, is the disease, the real cause of this is lack of circulation, which allows that moist wall exterior or exterior wall to just grow stuff okay you know it it, it, it's 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 kind of like you know wearing plastic on your body and never taking it off it's you know you're going to grow all kinds of nasty things well you're doing the same thing in closet form on the exterior and you know it's you you can waterproof you you can you know silicon coat the brick on the all kinds of things but Understand that moisture is coming from the inside of the house, not the outside of the house. Some of it comes from the exterior, but most of it's just humidity in the home. Okay, very good. Sounds like I'm going to eliminate a closet. Um, or leave it open. I mean, frankly, there are no fire codes that say you can't put a vent through it or a register through that wall or a uh, supply register to it. It doesn't take much. I mean, keep in mind, you just need a little bit. But I would guess that if you've got problems in the corner, move whatever it is away from that corner and try and move some air in there. And, you know, that's that's the ticket. You generally, if you move the air, you're going to dry out that air, you know, that uh, the humidity on that exterior, on the inside of that exterior wall. Oh, thanks so much. You're not alone. There are a lot of bobbing heads out there shaking. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. So you're, <laughs> you're not alone, brother. All right, thanks. All right, Glenn. Bye now. Bye-bye. Uh, next up, let's see what's cooking here with Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette, Scott Mosby, Mike Walsh here on KMOX. How can I help? Thank you. Um, yes, we have a brick retaining wall in our house, and the bricks on the top of the retaining wall are put on in such a way that it gives it a finished edge. Mm-hmm. And three of the bricks on the corner of that top portion can be lifted off completely because the mortar's deteriorated away. And we've also noticed that some of the mortar on the rest of the wall has deteriorated as well. And we're wondering how to fix that. Uh, Two things here, uh, Jeanette. Number one, brick is porous. So the water that falls out of the sky, rain, snow, or, you know, sleet, will get into that brick, soak into the brick, and it will expand in the wintertime when it freezes. So it will pulverize that mortar between the bricks. It also pulverizes the brick itself, which on the top cap, you're, you're just seeing it. With age, those top courses of brick will fail fastest. We see it most commonly on chimneys up on the second floor, first floor. You know, the top of the chimney just starts, you know, we call it 
cancer. It just works its way down from the top. Uh, so my point is, is you're ready to tuck point that wall, but I would propose the long-term fix to put up some sort of either new bricks on the cap, which you're going to have matching problems, or some sort of a less pervious or fewer joints like a cut stone cap or a concrete prefabricated cap. Uh, basically, your head needs a hat so that the rain and the snow doesn't soak into the top bricks of that wall. Okay. How do you tuck point? Uh, tuck points, uh, uh, how big is this wall first? Well, it's probably about four feet high and maybe 15 feet long. Okay. Uh, tuck pointing is basically grinding the mortar, the sand and the cement stuff out from in between all those bricks. Uh, mixing up uh, a special thing. I, I think you're going to need, if you're asking me that question, you're going to need professional help to do this, in my opinion. Now, you can try it and fail, uh, and then you hire somebody to come clean up the mess if you want, because there's not a whole lot of a problem unless you get crazy with the grinder, you know, and, and uh, so. You grind out all of the mortar or just some that's about a half inch deep, half to five eighths of an inch deep. If you grind all the mortar out, all the bricks wind up in a pile on the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And that's the risk. Uh, so it, it's, it's, um, there's more skill in that process than sounds. Um, but it generally, it's mostly common labor grinding the mortar out. But there's a lot of skill in what the consistency of that tuck pointing mortar is. Um, so I, I can give you a long explanation of it, but... Uh, you know, that'll take a while. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, Jenna. Bye now. Let's take a short pause here on University of Camoax. Mike Walsh from Re Rebuilding Together. Scott Mosby, Camoax. We are at your service. And now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Gerard Realty Group. For your home, hire a pro. It matters. Once again, your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together and back to the phones. Let's fire it up, see what's cooking with Rich. Rich, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How can I help? Hello, uh, Rich. Is, yeah, Scott, I've got a question about a uh, hot water recirculating system. Okay. I've got demands on two ends of the house for hot water, and I don't think one system's going to work, so I want to try to install uh, two of these watts recirculating systems. Do you think that's possible? Uh, yes, uh, but keep in mind, one, it, it's kind of a financial thing. You're going to, if, do you want one big loop from one side of the house to the other or two, uh, you can do either way. So, uh, you know, just keep in mind, there's hot water circulating in that loop all the time, Rich. So you'll get instant water. The issue is how much heat you're going to lose over that time as that watts pump recirks that hot water around in that loop do you follow what i'm saying yeah but i got two loops well there's no downside to that at all i mean you can make two loops if it's closer to the that water heater you know no downside to that at all other than you have two systems instead of one okay that's what i was concerned about no that you're, you're seeing it right okay all right thanks rich all right. Well, uh, Mike, uh, rebuilding together uh, May 6th, Saturday, you know, starting about 7, 38 o'clock, two weeks from today. Uh, golly, tell me a little more about uh, rebuilding day. Well, we, oh, excuse me. There we go. That's right. That, uh, you know, As you just said, uh, 
We've got uh, Building Day coming up May 6th. We probably have anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 volunteers. We'll be working on 42 to 45 homes, um, each of them with leadership. Uh, the unions, trade skills will be in there prior, uh, mm-hmm. doing all the big stuff. We work with some some great organizations, uh, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 1, Plumbers and Pipe Fitters, Local 562, Glazer, Local 513. So we've got great leadership. Mm. Um, and it's really a lot of fun. The thing that you see is pride, um, yeah. pride of, with the folks that are working on the site and pride of the ownership, home ownership that they're getting their home back. It's a pretty good time, too. I have to say, you know, rebuilding day for all involved is a bit of a party. Well, you've had experience. You've had personal experience. You were mm-hmm. involved for, for many years. Um, it is. Um, you know, the bank itself um, takes two homes, one in the spring, one in the fall. Um, it's a morale builder. Um, so we really look forward to it, and it's a lot of fun. All right. We, a phone number and website one more time. Rebuilding-together-stl.org, and the phone is 314-918-9918. All right. Be right back, folks. Vote.